Well, let's start. All right, let's just say let's hashtag just save it for the help. podcast. <laughs> for the shoelaces. Play. Play for the shoelaces. Bring your own. of all ages welcome back to another episode of a winner is you where we always use our head and we never forget that the cake is a lie had a few weeks off there more more or less my fault on that one had to take some uh, some personal time you know to reevaluate things as i would say but we're back for episode 17 we're minus one because you know Adam decided to have a baby or something, for God's sakes. But either way, we're here with Drew and Sean. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Welcome back. (laughs) I didn't miss the show for once. Yay! I feel good about that. That's a win. That's a win. A winner is is you. It's a winner is you. (laughs) Yes, sir. How are you doing on this fine day? Oh, I am disappointed that i'm pretty sure the last gasp of summer has decided to leave us as of yesterday when we got a wicked wicked fun rainstorm and my two adirondack chairs were destroyed in the front yard oh yeah that wind was rough they just i i think they were they were old and, and weathered already but with the wind, it's has been basically knocking them, flipping them over into the yard. And so eventually the screws in there popped off and just busted one of them. <laughs> yeah, so now we just got a tangly seat hanging there. I don't know what else to do. I can't fix it. I got to throw it out. Super glue. Yeah, girl, it got some. And you didn't glue. lose a pair of chairs; you lost lawn decorations. So I did. take solace in that. I think I've only sat in them one time for handing out Halloween candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. But that's right. Our, our garbage cans ended up down the street, so I had to go find those. There's some pretty bad wind, but luckily nothing broke. So it's good. It's good. All right. How about you? You you didn't lose anything down there in t- Texas? No. It's actually been fairly yeah. uh, fairly normal. You've been lucky enough to not have to deal with the hurricanes that are going on over there in the Gulf far enough away. No. I had to go up to Oklahoma City and saw what they went through. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm glad I live just a couple hundred miles south of here because holy shit, downed power lines, trees all over the roads, like shit looked like it had blown up. I was like, God damn. Yeah, those are no fun. Luckily, I haven't had to deal with them. That's why we stick in the Midwest. Yeah, try it. You should try it. You liked it up here. Come on. <laughs> no, no. See, I left right before it got cold. 
it's real cold, like bone chilling cold. I was like, man, this is kind of chilly outside. I should put a sweater on. And then I got the fuck out of there because I saw what was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Take your weather and just reverse it. That's pretty much what we got. <laughs> that's, that's rough. Yep. Oh well. Alright. Well, we should probably get into it, I guess, right? Let's uh let's run down the list that we got here for episode seventeen, a little bit longer than normal, but I think uh, quick hitters for a lot of these episodes. Shall we play a game? Game on Yeah, game on Yeah. Game on. I love it. We got that's the first that's the first time you heard you weren't on the last episode when I first played no, it. No, I was right. not. That was the PC episode. <laughs> Yeah, got a little, got a little couple new things. So there you go. I like it. I like the change. <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk EA Play, NBA 2K21, and the continuation of ads in games. Cyberpunk's delayed. Are we surprised? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> We got November's releases since we missed out on the first week of November. We got to talk a little bit about that. AEW, those wrestling fans out there, might be getting a game real soon. Watch Dogs Legion, well, came out this month? Or was it last month? And we got to talk about that. This this month, yep. And uh, a broken PS5 before it's even been released. Let's get into it. That's a. Uh, what is that supposed to be? Is that supposed to be the guys from the water levels from Mario, or is that something different? Yeah, uh, we, we can't have to hear you. Speak. It's an audio medium. What's an audio medium? Oh, I thought. No, I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> it squishes and then it arises from depths. Wow. Bam, bam, bam. There you go. And it. I, I thought squishy. it went along with the music. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. All right. Well, we have this in no particular order, but we'll start with number one. EA Play is on Steam now. So you can actually play EA games on Steam, which is pretty interesting. But not everything EA, unfortunately. Because they still don't have a hockey game. Fuckers. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. They, uh... you know, this is... For those who don't know, this is another subscription service, much like the Xbox Live or PlayStation, whatever the PlayStation one's called, PlayStation Gold or something. What is it? Plus, thank you. Uh, So this is another subscription service uh, like those where you get a certain amount of games uh, for a set price per month. And it seems like with the EA one, at least, there's two levels. There's a... $5 $5 a month level and a $15 a month level. Uh, they do have reduced rates uh, if you pay per year rather than per month. So the, the, the equivalent is $30 a year and $100 a year. Um, seems like the big perks is that you do get access to all their latest games right away. Uh, it seems like actually if you're a member, you might even get access to the games before launch, uh, which is kind of cool. Up to 10 days, it says. So... 
Uh, yeah, the, the list of games is not uh, extensive right now, but they're constantly adding to it. And then they claim that all of their newest games should should get into there right away. So it's one of those things where if you buy... You know, this is EA we're talking about. So remember, just owning the game does not mean you get to have fun with the game. There might be lots of other ways that they get you to pay for them. Uh, but this might be a way where at least you wouldn't have to spend the full price of the game. So if you're you know, at that $30 a year level, uh, if you're buying you know, a game every two years, that may make sense. So especially if you pay in the yearly, like $5 a month brings it to $60 a year. So it's actually a pretty substantial discount if you pay by the year. It, it saves you 20 bucks uh, or so. Thirty, right? It's half off. Five dollars a month would be sixty bucks. It's thirty bucks oh. if you pay by the year. So it's a, uh, you know, it's a good deal. It's like I said, it's EA. So you really, you'd have to be a fan of specifically EA games uh, to do this. And I wouldn't expect that you're going to get a ton of the uh, DLC included with these prices. This is probably just going to be the base games, and that's about it. But it's something to look at. So I've got uh, one observation and one comment. One, their website is a straight ripoff of Netflix's layout, which is the observation. And I know I like to bullshit a lot. But um, I guess one serious question I do have is that 10-day early release, do you think that's going to be used as a way to check bugs for a day one update once it actually does hit the shelves? Oh, I would gotcha. hope they're through with beta testing before ten days before. It's, but... it's EA. Yeah. <laughs> <I mean>. yeah. <laughs> Knowing the updates that have come uh, through for the other their other games, yeah. <laughs> See. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would mean... say it's it's not unheard of, right? I, I don't think that's off the wall to say, hey, let's get a couple a bunch of people that are really EA fans to get in there ten days before and see what really breaks. It's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, people that play a, a lot of sports games, I mean, you've been on Reddit. They bitch harder than anybody else about bugs. So I'm wondering if that 10-day sort of buffer period is like, let's see what we get the most complaints about so we can get rid of that and, you know, we'll focus on the little things, you know, one, once we get there. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they end up doing. I mean, yeah, see, any, yeah, like I said, any sports game. Madden, comma John, and everything that's come into problems when they're released, and they had updates on the first day, so I could easily see that being the case. And looks like I mean they're I don't know they don't have a lot of games on there like you said, but there are you know it looks like they're putting in some of the older games too. I see some Medal of Honors on there, and they got your Need for Speeds. So yeah, you know Need for Speed Rivals. Uh, Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit. So there you go. Crisis. So quick for Battlefield. There is something on here that I find interesting, and I don't know exactly how to read it. And it's that up to ten hours for the access to all of EA's latest games. So under the the, the cheaper option, the thirty dollar a year option, it says access to all of EA's latest games up to ten hours. Um, and then for the $100 a year version, it's unlimited. So I wonder if they actually are going to limit you to like any game that just came out. You can only play 10 hours of it Ooh. for free <laughs> or included, not even for free, included in the price you're already paying. 
And then you'd have to actually buy the game if you wanted to play all the way through it. Oh, and there's the answer to your question about DLC. Save 10% on EA digital purchases. So... Well, yeah, and maybe it's 10% off for the full game, right? When you have to buy it after your 10 hours. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that's early access period, because it... Yeah, I'm trying to read on the early access stuff because it says once your early access trial is complete, you'll need to purchase the game if you'd like to continue playing. Yeah. So really, it's a back catalog. Yeah, it's a back catalog that you're paying for, uh, at least at the $30 a year level. And then, uh, you know, you get to basically trial the games, which uh, almost seems like that should be just you should be able to download a demo for free. So I mean, maybe 10 hours isn't a demo, but... Yeah, uh, seems a little shady. Yeah, that's your that's your early access. Is your you can download and try the games before they're released, and then you still have to buy them. When the time, <laughs> yeah, the time but comes. they get that valuable feedback. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to work out the bugs. Yeah. Oh. Well, they they know what you're, they know what they're maybe. doing. <laughs> maybe. Oh, I don't doubt it. So. Which is a fine contention with point three. Once we get there. Or topic three. Well, we can get right to that one. Let's 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 go right to it. Why not? It goes. It fits right in. Cyberpunk. Boom! Is that all we need to say? That's all we need to say. <laughs> Moving on. No. <laughs> uh, no. delayed. Delayed again. This time till December, though. Not as bad. Yeah. So. We apologize for being a little late on this news. It uh, it uh, was a couple of weeks ago that they had pushed it out. I think it was supposed to be in about a week from now, uh, November, uh, November 19th, I think, if I remember correctly. Uh, and then, yeah, they've they've pushed it out now to December 10th. Uh, I think we're a couple of weeks late on that news, so we apologize for that. But uh, there was just recently, this week, a scare that it was going to be pushed out even further. Uh, I think they removed the release date from their Twitter. Is that right? And yeah. And that gave everybody a good old scare saying, well, okay. I believe I even saw a few news articles that were saying cyberpunk's not getting released till 2021, like total clickbait scaremongering. Uh, But then very quickly, uh, CG project red came out and reconfirmed the, the December 10th date. So, so far, so good. We're uh, you know within a thirty day grace period of that date. So <laughs> slowly, yeah. we're going to keep inching up on it. Sphincters are tightening for people who have been waiting for this game. <laughs> you can pay for that add-on. Really? Oh. Yeah, you can tighten your sphincter and enlong the schlong, whatever you want to do. Oh, that was part baby. of the game, wasn't that uh, the whole thing? It was uh, customizable genitalia. Oh, I meant add-on is in. You can add on a tighter butthole if that's what you uh, if that's what you want. <laughs> Was that going to cost me? I, I bet you the modding community will take care of all of that. <laughs> is that going to cost me an arm and a leg to get a tighter sphincter? But um, cha. Yeah. That's that's all you get from I me. I tried. <laughs> I think, I think that I was call a, the rim that, that was like a wah 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 wah. I don't think I have you that one. to play you off. I don't have that one. Got every other. I got every other. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Those all work. But no. All right.
Sorry, you I don't need homework. it. I just did it. I got homework. <laughs> it's the real deal, baby. <laughs> I don't deal in real deals, so I got sound bites. <laughs> but getting back to topic, I am just fine with them delaying the game if it means we get a good complete product that has as minimal glitches as possible and delivers the experience that god i hope it's going to deliver well you've been waiting a while for it i mean you're still okay with these if they what if they delay it again you still okay with that that's fine by me i just want a good game anything that's on par with the witcher 3 but has customizable genitalia and like robot shit Dude, I'm sold. Robot I'm shit? In. Count me in. <laughs> There's going to be robot shit. There's going to be like little nuts and bolts in the gutters and the alleyways. Little spills of oil here and there. And to be fair, what else could you call robot shit? That is definitely robot shit. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean... I, yeah, I don't know. Fucking litter bots. <laughs> when they leak oil, right? Is that they're... <laughs> That they're pissing, I guess. Number one. Right. And that's in bolts or number two. I don't think it works like a Pixar movie, but we'll, we'll go with that until I see. Otherwise, on December 10th, maybe. It sounds like what Bender would do, too. So. No, he shits bricks. There's a difference. He shits bricks? Like, for real? I don't remember that. Yeah, he, his, he has a, an asshole shaped like a brick. He literally shits bricks. <laughs> and he gets scared. <laughs> I'm not and kidding. And boned. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, okay. Any more on Cyberpunk? Very. Still excited for um, it, I assume. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. All right. I'm more more to come next month. We hope. We hope we have no news between now and the release date, other than. It is still releasing on that date. Or I, I mean, I guess, I guess what I would say, what I, maybe we can ask, because Sean, I feel like I know your answer, Dan. I'm not really sure on you, but on this, on Cyberpunk, this has been such a long-awaited game. Is this one that you would pre-order or buy on day one, or is this one that you would wait a week and see what the reviews come out as and go with it from there? You're asking me first? Uh, either one. All right. Um, I will be waiting for some reviews and some more maybe gameplay and opinions on it because I, it does look super interesting and super fun, but, you know, some of those aren't necessarily my style. You know, the Witcher stuff isn't necessarily my style, so I don't know exactly how this game is going to play, so I'm going to wait a little bit and see how it does. I mean... I'm going to guess the reviews are going to be great and it's going to be an awesome game, but my biggest concern is just the more of the gameplay and if it's going to be up my alley of, you know, style. Yeah. And Sean, I want to get, I want to get to your answer as well, but I feel like this is a game that has a potential to be overhyped to hell. Like there's so much potential for this to be one of those games where everybody thinks it's going to be amazing and if it's not like completely amazing, there's, there's really no upside to this one, right? It's not like it's going to be better than you're expecting. So I feel like that is a problem that it's going to have to overcome. No, and I, I 
fully agree. I mean, we, we've seen this before with things like No Man's Sky, where it's like, this is revolutionary, this is going to really change the genre, like, this is going to be groundbreaking, and it ends up being a little empty. But given what I've experienced with CD Projekt Red in the past, makes me think that they're not going to allow a game to come out that is going to offend their fan base because they've they've spent a good amount of time and resources you know updating their games giving out you know brilliant dlcs um you know really checking in with the community and speaking with them delaying the game to make sure that it's a complete product before they sell it that you know you're not wrong that there is no upside to it like it's either going to be exactly what you think it's going to be or it's going to you know fall short but i'm I'm willing to take the risk on a company like CD Projekt Red, especially for a game like this that kind of really keys in on some of the things that I, you know, really find interesting, you know, Blade Runner type things. Like, I've always been fascinated with that. And I'm like, finally, a video game that's going to deliver on that, you know, cyberpunk experience. And I know, um, you know, trailers and stuff like that don't really give you a, a true vision of what you're going to experience, but just the story that you can kind of you know sort of fabricate in your mind from the little information they give you makes me think it's it's really going to be something to look forward to is it something that you're going to pre-order if i have a ps5 at the time yes (laughs) i will give them that gamble i know how much i shit on pre-orders but man i want that in my catalog day one i want to fire that thing up yeah, for the PS4, right? No, it's not the same. <laughs> well, you have, I got, you have a, a, I got a brand right? new TV, brand new sound system. I need the brand new console and Cyberpunk to just turn off all the lights and get going. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Well, okay, <laughs> I'll take it one step further. Is this a game you're going to take a quote-unquote sick day and stay home and play? Oh, it won't be a sick day. I'll just tell my boss. But, hey, oh. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to take off from work? Is this a is this, is this that level of a game for you? Um. All right, I'll I'll put it this way: When I was a working youth, I did take a sick day from school for Halo Three, but that was because all my buddies and I were gonna, you know, we're gonna stay up all night, we're gonna play this, we're gonna get into it. As an adult, I finally feel that same sensation for a game. Like, I am truly excited for it. And I know it sounds, you know, fanboy and blah, 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 but it, I'm, I'm truly excited to play this game. And I'm, I'm really excited to see what direction CD Projekt Red goes to in the future because everything that I've purchased from them in the past has absolutely blown me away and been worth more than the money I spent on it. That's awesome. That's super refreshing to hear. Like, I feel like I, I, well, I feel like I wouldn't feel about that way about anything. Like, I feel like I've had my hopes dashed so many times by games where, uh, like, I'll name like the uh, Mass Effect Andromeda is the bigger, big one, right? Where it was like, I could not wait for that game to come out, and then I got it, and it just was not great. <laughs> it's not good, right? So. Uh, and it's good to hear that you still feel that enthusiasm for this because I think it's it's missed. You know, it's something that you know is it's an awesome feeling when you have it, and especially if it pays off. So 
Uh, I am hoping that it is going to happen for you. So no, and you, now, you, now the trick is to get that PS5. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But no, you, you do have an understandable skepticism. Like, I've, I've been burnt by plenty of game in the past, and it's it's this is the one company that has yet to let me down, and so I'm kind of excited for it. Like, I love Bethesda games, but man, man, <laughs> they just have so many fucking random bugs that they're unplayable at times. EA speaks for itself. Ubisoft has actually been pretty cool with their Assassin's Creed stuff, but The Witcher and all of its content was just pure gold for me. So, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely excited to see their their venture out from that genre. Awesome. Dan? Not for this one. All right. No, I guess kind of <laughs> said say, that. I'll say I'll be I've <laughs> been excited. But are there any games that that sort of bring out that that level of passion from you? I'll tell you what, there's a game that's on our November releases that's coming out tomorrow that would be worthy for me to take a sick day. Why don't you elaborate? Oh, let's hear it. I just wanted to see what uh, what Drew over there would say when I said I'll take, I'll, I could take a sick day tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Right now, I got nothing to say about it. <laughs> Spider Man. Spider Man. <laughs> Yeah, I think the the Spider-Man, the whole series of the latest Batman trilogy uh, could have done that for me, I think, because those were really good, and I was really excited when the next one would come out. Um, other, But not to that point where I would be like, yeah, I'd, you know, I'd be willing to take a sick day to do that. I think back in the day, like you said, Sean, you know, there was a while back when I'm going to we're going into wrestling when the latest wrestling game would come out. That was kind of one of those things where I'd be like, I'd go over to my buddy's house and be like, dude, I guess, you know, I buy it and I'd go right over there with it and go like, dude, well, turn on the PlayStation. We're playing and that's it, you know, and we play that for hours on end. Um, but since then, like I've always been a big sports guy. So it was always, you know, the latest NBA game, NBA live and Madden up until, the mid 2000, you know, 2005 or six or so, I think, is when it started to take a turn for the worse, and I didn't have that excitement anymore because the games got a lot more repetitive and not as fun and new and exciting. So I didn't really have that feeling anymore. But you know, the I would say that that genre of of the Batman games and then into the last Spider Man have really have gotten that gotten close for me. Because they've been that good, uh, they're right up my wheelhouse. I really enjoyed them and enjoyed the stories, and I'm, you know, excited as hell for for Miles Morales to come out tomorrow. As we record, as you listen, it's already out. That's going to be an awesome game, I think. The few things I've seen about it, especially it, it being played on the PS5, like the loading times that I've been seeing is just nuts. It's just crazy. Yeah. I wish, I wish I was have I would have a PS5 to play this, but I'm gonna be on the PS4. But well, maybe so. if you didn't take so many sick days, you'd, uh... <laughs> I'd have what time to <laughs> time to purchase one. <laughs> I think I have too many. I think you take more. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, 
that reminds me I'm taking off next week. Uh, okay, AEW. <laughs> no, good on, good on Cyberpunk and the rest. I think we can move on. Yeah. All right. Uh, briefly wanted to touch on AEW games. I know you guys aren't uh, necessarily wrestling fans, but news broke for AEW All Elite Wrestling, and they are have announced that they're going to be coming out with three wrestling games uh, over the course of next year and probably longer for the for the final one, I'm going to guess, but they're going to do two mobile games and then one console game. And very excited about that on my side uh, because I love wrestling and because they are teaming up with Ukes. And if you know them at all, and potentially THQ, if you know them, they are the ones that did No Mercy and the games for the N64. And they are hinting to the fact that it will play very similar to that. And I'm hoping that is actually the case. And it's not going to be like the newer arcade style. And they go more towards that kind of simulation of wrestling. So I don't know. We haven't heard a lot of news on that. But that is kind of some exciting news that they're bringing these, this team of, you know, back and potentially could have a game similar to what we saw you know, in the N64 days, which is, uh, which is really kind of cool. And that's the mobile. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's awesome. And you said it's a mobile game, right? Uh, they're going to have two mobile games as well. That one's going to be the console okay. game. Um, I'm not sure on both the mobile games, uh, exactly when they're going to be released, but for one of them, what I heard a little bit of was that it's going to be like a, uh, like managerial style, game where you can you build your roster you set up the matches you set up all the feuds all that kind of stuff which is totally awesome and really up my wheelhouse i love doing that that was the other than no mercy in the n64 games the other my favorite wrestling game in the latest genre was uh, smackdown versus raw 2006 where you got to do that you got to pick you either the raw brand or the smackdown brand and then you could you you had a draft and you rostered your guys and you paid them you know you had to pay a certain amount of money so that you had a salary cap and then you set up all your matches for each of the television shows and the pay-per-views and you had your champions and you set up certain feuds and you could set up the type of matches if you wanted to have cage matches and all that shit like it was the coolest fucking thing and you you, I remember that game. Yeah, you battled against the other brand for the amount of fans, and at the end of a calendar year or whatever, or season, I guess, WrestleMania to WrestleMania, if you had the most fans, technically you you know beat the other brand. But that was wow. really, really cool. And I'm hoping it's something similar to that that they do in a mobile game, which would be badass. That is super awesome, and I know that's going to be right up your wheelhouse doing the actual management side. Uh, just hearing you talk about what you were doing on that baseball game where you basically spent way more time <laughs> setting the back uh, office up than anything else. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's awesome that they're going to come out, especially if it's more like that uh, No Mercy game that was on N64, if it has that kind of feel to it. Um, I think for me that was probably one of my only experiences with wrestling games because it's kind of when I was into it was – when the N64 was out. And uh, that's awesome, because I know from from hearing you talk, it's just that it has gone downhill ever since. So, really, I hope, uh, I hope it works out well. 
Now, I mean, not to make a, a broad statement, but I think we all had that excitement as kids, like when the next game came out and we'd pop it in and be like, this is so different, they added all these features, and then as we've gotten older, it's been re-releases of the same game with a little tweak here and there, and it kind of, I don't know, I guess it lost its magic, where it's like, there's really nothing fundamentally different, but... Back on the N64, I mean, there was a huge difference between SmackDown 2000 and, you know, um, fuck, I just blanked on the name of the game. But there was there were features that were very different between games of the same genre. But now it's kind of been, you know, utilitary, urinized, if that's a word, where it's just like, we'll just kind of go with the flow with what we've got because people will pay for it. Oh. So just uh, as an addendum, it's it's lost its mojo. I would agree, especially when you look at the you know latest Madden games when they just slap a new number on there, but you can see in in certain spots of the background they still have the old year in there. So obviously they you know aren't doing much in the ways of you know revolutionizing things or changing a lot of detail. They're just keeping everything the same, and it's like okay, status quo. Oh no, we added a new you know, feature in the career mode where you can, you know, play catch with your, you know, kid in the backyard. Okay, great. Thanks. No, and and that's the cool thing about, um, you know, AEW coming out with a game is it's like they don't necessarily have to follow that WWE, you know, sort of let's just get the next game out kind of thing. It's like, well, no, we're breaking into the industry, so let's do what we want to do and see how it goes. So there's there's potential for cool innovations on that front and one of the things i love about that like you know is this that that there's competition and maybe that you know raises you know wwe and 2k or whoever is going to do their if 2k continues to be their you know uh people who produce their game next year you know or make them work harder or to put out a better product you know it's kind of why i hate some of that monopolism with ea is just that there's nothing else out there, but, you know, there's some cracks coming up in the NFL, you know, deal with EA. So I'm hoping, you know, 2K is stepping in and being able to produce another type of football game now. So, you know, that can help things too because it's just, yeah, you get complacent and you get, well, well, we're the only game in town or, they you know, they don't give a crap and just slap a new sticker up and we're good to go. Not as fun. Yeah, they they don't have the opportunity to have the old Madden sticker somewhere off in the background of the stadium because they're not allowed to use that. So they have to come up with their own shit. So it's like, yeah, I mean, of course there's going to be existing frameworks, but at least they can tune it to what they want it to be. So yeah, no, I guess uh, I'm kind of excited about all the upcoming games and upcoming consoles because I really want to return to that sort of like imaginative, like oh my god, I can't wait to play this sort of that this sort of game feeling, which I don't know hasn't really hasn't really been a thing for a while now. I mean, it's like yeah, you know, I'll check this out. Hey, I'll check that out. But I don't know. There's there's some real cool potential coming up for the next generation of games and I'm, I'm hoping it moves away from that sort of you know just copy paste sort of shit i know this is totally off topic again but <laughs> well that's I'll, that's I'll, that's what i'm excited for i'll tie it in because i'm hoping that it doesn't continue to this trend which is adding ads to your video game experience in the middle of your gameplay 
which is what NBA 2K21 is doing. Apparently trying to follow EA's, uh, you know, framework, which is not a really good idea. We've talked about UFC, the video game, adding in pop-up ads and ads, you know, during replays and then ads on the mats and stuff like that, you know, that change while you're kind of playing. Apparently NBA 2K21 is following that with adding ads in between, what, replays and and quarters and all that kind of shit. Can you skip them? Unskippable. Like, if that is some horse shit is what that is like i don't even watch the replays to begin with and now you're gonna force an ad into it like no 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 i'm trying to play a game here right it seems absolutely absurd (laughs) it's a pretty big problem right i mean we've touched on this before with uh what was it the show not the show uh yeah the show right there was the did the show do it too i know ufc did it no, not the show. UFC, thank you. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so we yeah, touched yeah. on it before with UFC. Uh, this, this, it's completely unacceptable for a full price game to be shoving these, uh, these ads in. You know, there's speculation that people are saying, oh, well, it's the NBA experience, right? You have, you have ads in the middle of the NBA games. This is a full uh, simulation experience, which I think is a total cop out, right? They're, they're just trying to make extra cash because uh, these ads are it's not like it's an ad for a fake company and it's a two second ad to make you say like, oh, yeah, that's when the ads happened. Right. It's a full 30 second to minute ad that's completely unskippable for a real life company. And I think they they change every so often. So as updates come out, you get new ads and stuff. So they're they're relevant and uh, current. You 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 so, rent them out for a month like a billboard ad probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's you know it. I just I hate to see it going this way. I think you know unfortunately sports games are where they're going to get away with it the most because I think it's it fits that format much uh, easier than you know you're not going to see an ad like this come out in the middle of Cyberpunk right. Not only because uh, Cyberpower, jeez. Uh, um, CD Projekt Red would never do that, uh, but it just doesn't fit within the lore of the game. Yeah, right? it does. Uh, That's exactly it. Advertising. I guess it does. <laughs> but it, 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 it wouldn't be like advertising for something that's yeah. current right now. It'd be advertising for some futuristic thing, right? It'd be a fake advertisement. It would this, be technical, uh, though. <laughs> right. And it might be funny, right? So in that case, it would probably work out. Like uh, GTA but in this ads. case, it's... Yeah. In yeah. this case, it's really it's they're they're trying to sell you something, right? So, it's just just no place for it. I, That's all I can say. I watch a basketball game for three hours. I don't want to play a basketball game for three hours. I no, and I don't want to watch commercials while I'm playing my video game. No, thank you. No, you can have five minute quarters, and it'll still take you half an hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> next we're going to be having like a live feed of some sports guys talking about the halftime i just played that's going to be unskippable brought to you by kenny the jet smith and Shaq talking about my bucket of fried chicken shot that i just made or whatever the hell he talks about you know i don't need it i don't need it 
Good. Talks about gold bond a lot. <laughs> gold bond in the general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, I, I, you already know my feelings on this. I, that is just completely bullshit and unacceptable and should have some lash out against it. But I think EA already took the brunt of it with UFC and people still purchased it and it's normal. So let's go on to the next invasive thing we can do. It's going to, it's going to be sports games. Like I said, it's, that's where it's going to be, unfortunately. And so Dan, I'm sorry. It's going to be all the games that you love. Um, don't worry. I've already quit Madden years ago. Yeah. Uh, NBA games are falling apart basically. And this is just going to make it even worse, but I only buy them towards the end of the season when they're on sale for like $20 or cheaper. Uh, Buy them used. So the money doesn't go to them. Oh, oh, there you go. That's a good idea. <laughs> by by those by that digital download used. <laughs> <laughs> get that on See, the that's why they charge extra for the disk drive, so you pay premium to be able to go buy used games. So <laughs> exactly why they charge extra for that disk drive. A hundred percent. Can't share that. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, in honor of uh not having to pay for commercials. We're going to take a break and play some commercials. <laughs> so here you go. Your favorite part of the show. Now a word from my god, our sponsor. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always. Your head. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out thechairshop.com. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Well, you mentioned excitement for some upcoming things with the PS5 and the Xbox. Let's talk about some things that are coming this month in November, besides just the release of the PS5 and the Xbox, but some games that are coming out. I know Drew is playing one right now. We can get to that in a little bit, but I mentioned already Spider-Man Miles Morales, which as we speak is coming out tomorrow as you listen, has been out for two days, as long as you're listening the day we release this. And hopefully, hopefully it's very exciting stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for that game. Like I said, it looks amazing. The storyline that they had in the first one was outstanding. And I'm not really sure where they're going to 100% go with it, because I didn't really read much on the story, because I want to be, you know, surprised and, and, you know, 
learn it as I go. So I'm not sure if this if this one is on your radar at all, Drew, but definitely one that's up on my list for sure. It is, it, but I'm probably not going to get the PS5. So it's not really going to... I'm not going to get it, right? So I think um, the... Nor the original Spider-Man, what was it called on PS4? That's right. It was just Spider-Man, yeah. Was it just Spider-Man? Yeah. So that's that right. Was you don't have that... a you don't have a console. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't. No, and that's okay. It, it's definitely. I would say that game was one that made me think pretty hard about getting a PS4. Uh, but you know, it just didn't make sense. It does. It definitely doesn't make sense to buy a console for one game. Uh, so. uh, <clears throat> hang on a second. <laughs> Let me expand on that. Did you not buy any consoles just to play a Legend of Zelda game? Because I did. <laughs> well, I, I did. All I right. Guess. But I uh, <laughs> but I sold it right away after, right? So, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a good call out. I, I, no, and to be fair, I think uh, when I was a kid, you know, before I would be able to buy the thing for myself, I probably begged my parents for the N64 because of Goldeneye, right? And had little little knowledge about what other games were even available on it just because my friend had Goldeneye and loved playing it. So I'm not saying it's against the rules to buy a console for a single game, but uh, where I'm at in life now, I think that didn't make sense. So okay. uh, same thing with this <laughs> PS5. Now, if it would be much more tempting if all of a sudden they said, cause I'm already interested in the PS five, right? There's a lot of good games coming out. And I think the, this might be more of a philosophical change, but the, the big thing for me is I am a keyboard and mouse lover. And when you get into consoles, that's usually, it's just a controller, right? And so there's definitely certain games that I won't play on a controller, you know, any type of shooting game, anything that requires precise uh, aiming, I won't do on a controller. So I don't think that's the case with Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man is probably a really good game to play on a controller, uh, more forgiving. Um, but so I, I guess my very long story to say, if they were to come and say, hey, we're going to bring the original Spider-Man up to PS5 and release both of the games, like in a combo pack or something, uh, maybe with the console, I think that'd be awesome. And I would totally hop on that. If they did a Spider-Man, um, like, themed PS5, you know, where the console was designed in a certain way, or like they did, like, because the PS4 yeah. I bought was the Batman Arkham PS4, which is badass. So if they did, obviously the PS5 is just coming out, so they're not going to probably do it. But if they did something like that, that'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. How about Agreed. you? Agreed. Yeah. Sean? Sean, are you, right are you getting a PS5 right away here? Are you getting a PS5? I want one really bad, and uh, my wonderful girlfriend, Larissa, is going to buy me one. We just have to find one, because I bought her a Switch. But she doesn't get to play the PS5. That's the trade-off. <laughs> Sweet. I love it. I am in the boat of wanting one, but did not do any pre-orders. Um I will probably get one at some point, but right now I play more more of my stuff on my PC. Mm. Spider-Man being the one that's coming out that I want to play. If I, I can play it for PS4, so I'll be okay at least playing it on the PS4, and then eventually when PS5s become more in stock, 
I may look at it for like Ratchet and Clank and if they do another Uncharted or something like that, like I'll start looking into buying one. Yeah, I think um, either she's going to find one by Christmas or I'm going to start looking elsewhere. <laughs> you start stabbing people for one or something. <laughs> that was a joke joke about breaking up with her but i would never do that (laughs) (laughs) so sean i think literally tonight if you log in right at like midnight there's a chance you could get some retailer to have uh a couple in stock somewhere like a walmart or best buy or something you might be able to snag something you know i think it's uh it's definitely a possibility because they released so listeners as we're recording this it is november 11th uh, these get released on November 12th at 12 p.m. So that is uh, in almost exactly three hours from now. So I think if you can if you can hang out, Sean, you could probably just log in right at right at midnight and see if you can snag one. I'm sure that's how that works. If I were you, I would log in to Walmart's website at 11 a.m. Central Time, and maybe. Maybe consoles will be available for purchase. I'm just not saying I'm reading that somewhere, but maybe uh, Newegg. Maybe you could try that website at 11 a.m. Central Time tomorrow. Oh, 12 p.m. That's noon, right? I had this backwards. Yeah. I was thinking that was midnight. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Put a pot That's of coffee noon. on. Sorry. You're going to be up late. Yeah. No, noon tomorrow. <laughs> now all you need is a knife in a Walmart parking lot. Get your PS5 for free, three square meals a day. It's all good. I may co- yeah, it may cost you a little bit, but, you know. Not in the long run. Might lose your best shiv. <laughs> oh, I won't get to play Cyberpunk if we go that route. Uh, I may have to reevaluate. Well, I don't know. We don't know when it's getting released. Could be December 10th. Could be at my release date. Who knows? Could be your release date. Could be Cyberpunk's release date. <laughs> Love it. All right, what else is on the list? Assassin's uh, I would Creed. say Valhalla is probably Assassin's a good Creed. one to talk about. Yeah, you guys, you guys Looks big Assassin's good. Creed fans? What do you think? Interesting. This it looks really, really good. And Sean, I know you'll probably have uh, some things to say about this as well. But it looks everything I've heard since it's come out, which is it just came out a couple days ago, sounds like it's just amazing. It, they really expanded on what was going on in Odyssey and Origins, and have just expanded that world to the next uh, to the next level. Really fixed a lot of the things that they had gotten feedback about that people didn't like. Um, and I think it sounds like this is a maybe not quite a return to the original uh, Ezio uh, Assassin's Creeds, but uh, maybe going to get close. So, Sean, do you have any thoughts on this one? No, I mean, you said I had things to say about it, and you said them all. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, well, minus one thing. I, I think it's uh, it's kind of cool that they're heading the Valhalla sort of route, kind of like God of War did, because that there's some really interesting lore to explore there that, you know, everybody's done Roman mythology, which is a copy of Greek mythology, but uh, Norse mythology has some really cool characters in it that uh, I, I think exposure to some of those stories is is going to be really cool to to kind of unfold yeah 100 percent. i think it's it's definitely uh you know something we that isn't out in games right it's not it's not 
it's not explored uh, like I mean, some of these other historical regions. I mean, so. they they do have shows like Vikings and you know whatnot that kind of sort of hint at this and that, but it's it's more of the grueling love story and you know trouble of warfare stuff. But I I really like the exploration into Norse Norse mythology. Like it's I, I think that's a, a really not to say untapped market, but it's a lesser told story versus things like Greek mythology and things like that. So, uh, like I said, I think exposure to the those stories is it's really enlightening. I thought they did a good job with it on how to train your dragon. Oh, <laughs> damn, you're right. They peaked. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Time to go to another mythology. Uh, I had to. I played your role on this one, Sean. <laughs> you best. I don't play the Assassin's Creed so well. is that what Is that what I sound like? <laughs> I, you yes. know, I... Yes, uh, yes, I think I tried. I put in my resignation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did my best. I tried my best. And it made me feel horrible. God, this is what I do to people. <laughs> I'm so terrible. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Oh, man. Uh, okay. What else? Need for Speed? Think, what about uh, you? What about me? Valhalla. Do you like Valhalla? No. Or do you like Assassin's Creed? Well, I, you like God of War. I know that much. I liked God of War. I liked the first three. I wasn't a big fan of that last one. Just, I don't know. It didn't do it as much for me. Um, which one? The last God of War that they released, which was oh, like okay, more of the third person. Uh, I don't even know how to describe that, that one. But more of that open it world was... stuff where the other one was more hack and slash stuff. But yeah, there's some about it just didn't didn't work for me is that why you gave it to me before i I left wisconsin yes (laughs) because i know you wanted to play it so bad and i was just like yeah i'm not not the biggest fan so give it to somebody who might enjoy it oh it's good yeah (laughs) it's just a lot slower that's the problem like it doesn't have the flailing you know swinging knives from blades and taking out enemies here and picking them up and slamming them down over here like it's it's a much more tactical fighting game so i i can see where you're kind of turned off by it if you were expecting god of war and maybe that's what it was because i am i i like those types of games the tactical type of games too and you know games like tomb raider and uncharted aren't you know, necessarily the hack and slash type or, you know, they're closer to that too, but I don't know. Just didn't, didn't work so much for me. And the Assassin's Creed's, I, I don't know. Like I tried playing the first ones. I couldn't quite get into it. And that's, which is strange. Cause that's really a lot. My style too, is those, you know, stealthy kind of games and stuff. And I just yeah. never could get into them. And I tried playing a few and just didn't just don't do it for is me. It, I guess uh, that whole genre. Is it two? Is it two RPG? I mean, there's not a ton of RPG there's, elements to it, but there doesn't seem little... like there's enough RPG that would give me that problem. I don't know what. Okay. I don't know what I didn't like about it. <laughs> I thought I don't know how to well, put my finger on it. I gotta say, depending on where you got into the series, it was really fucking weird with like yeah. Abstergo Industries <laughs> kind of infiltrating every facet of everything that you do and. You know, the trying to solve all these weird puzzles and uncover the little sphere that shows a map of like where to find the thing to prevent the world from ending. Like it, it kind of went way off the rails after about the third game. So depending on where you picked it up, 
it really lost that sort of assassiny feel where it's like, hey, here's your target, good luck, go get him, to, hey, let's go stop the world from ending because of this big corporation that likes to kidnap people and steal their memories, and yeah, it, it got weird. I, mean, <laughs> I, w- I would say to that point, like, I think the, you know, you had the Altair, was it one or two games, and then the Ezio trilogy, Um, yeah so and i feel like those five games were very linear like you had to play from the beginning to end of all five it's not like you could pick in the middle because like exactly what you're saying like maybe the gameplay in the historical world you could kind of get into but you would have no idea what's going on uh in i guess what would have been the current world right where they were doing the research and doing all the abstergo stuff like that stuff you would not have been able to follow if you hadn't played the previous games. So I could understand if you know that side of it was getting a little kind of off the rails, uh, especially since I felt the same exact way when I, I think the last one I had played was like Black Flag or something, and then uh, that was a good one, and then uh, missed a couple. Like I think uh, there was one in London in there. I can't even remember what it was called, and there was a couple other Syndicate. ones, but it, I. I ended up playing one syndicate. syndicate. Thank you. Yeah. And I never even played the series. Got it. So I ended up playing one and I was like, I have no idea even where the story is at this point. You know, like, like no, Neither no do they. So, <laughs> I feel like you miss one game and all of a sudden you're, you're completely lost. Um, so I guess I'm hoping that uh, Valhalla maybe will bring it back around a little bit. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping for not, a rebirth of the series but again kind of bringing it back to being a little less whatever the fuck it's become because <laughs> odyssey is just fucking wild like compared to all the rest of them i was like how does this even fit in the assassin's creed universe money that's why yeah. <laughs> which one which one was the one where they you were in egypt was that Odyssey? No, that was not Odyssey. Was that Origins? Was that Origins? That might have been Origins. Maybe. That's a very skeptical suggestion I just gave. Yeah. Well, yeah okay. Well, help us out, everyone. Tweet us when we're wrong like this. But uh, I think that might have been right because I think that was the last one I have played. And it was the first one I had played in a while. So I was completely lost. And I didn't even make it all the way through it because I felt like I was completely lost at the story. And then actually what was going on in the game world, it was it got a little repetitive. So I'm hoping that they've fixed a lot of those problems for Valhalla, where it can keep you a little engaged, even if you maybe don't understand exactly where they're at. Uh, you know, maybe they could include something to catch you up or make it so that it doesn't matter. You know, you can just kind of fall, fall right into the story. Like an Origins. Was that what? Origin. No, that was that a was bad origins. pun, like an origin. Like oh, this, okay. this is yeah. the new start. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, that would have been you, nice. I told you I reboot? wouldn't make a joke. I'm sorry. So that was a my reboot fault. or a remaster? What's the what's the two ones? <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got Assassin's Creed Bloodlines. We've got Assassin's Creed Origins. Assassin's Creed: The Revenge. I don't know. Whatever two-bit fucking sequel name you can toss on that yeah, bitch. Reboot. That's what they've been so far. <laughs> Until Valhalla. Like, I, I have heard good stuff about that, so I am looking forward to checking that out, because I did enjoy Odyssey for all the 
fucking weirdness it was. It was like gay sex and all sorts of stuff in that one. Because it was ancient Greece. So uh, they really kept they really kept with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you get offers of seduction from attractive men quite often. Nice. You didn't take him up on it? Unfortunately, no. That that was it was an option. It was there. Dan, you might want to jump on that bandwagon. But uh, there were some very shirtless, pantsless, hairless, oily men on screen. And I was like, mm, boy, that's... Ooh, here we go. Look. Anyone <laughs> for penis? <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what the dialogue boiled down to. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, on that note, we got Need for Speed coming out. Is it a yeah, remaster? Need for Speed. What? It, what is? Uh, you know, Sean's gonna be very interested because he loves Need for Speed. I've got a hankering for heroin, boy. I'll tell you, I need my Need for Speed. Whoop, whoop. Uh, I lost it. Where is it? Oh, Hot Pursuit. Need for Speed. Hot, Hot Pursuit, Pursuit is remastered. Remastered. Yeah. Coming out for which we already went through the top three list. Everything we did. I don't think. Uh, I don't think we talked about it on here though. So. Oh, it it'll was... be a pregame. <laughs> it's pregame. <laughs> pre-show. I'll probably throw that in there pre-show. <laughs> pre pre show. Coming so, up for the Switch, though. Uh, I think the top three were Underground Two, Most Wanted, and Hot Pursuit. Is that yeah? One, two, three. So I think uh, I think that's probably it's probably not too controversial to put them in that order. I suspect many of you will agree with us. Underground Two was just the best. I mean, I don't soundtrack. Know, it was just amazing. So. Uh, I don't know if it was just, uh, you know, we're all similar age, right? So I don't know if it was just uh, hit us at the right time or, yeah, we're all around close enough within a decade. (laughs) I mean, in the span of the universe, we're practically born at the same time. That's right. (laughs) In an infinite time scale, we're basically exactly the same age. Um, So that was cool. Anyway, uh, that was a fantastic game, and you know, Hot Pursuit obviously we I think put a number three, so it's right up there. And they're coming out with a remaster on PS5, Xbox, right? Is that the oh. in the new consoles? Is that what it's releasing on? Negative. No. PC, no PS4, shit. Xbox One, Nintendo Switch. It's oh, a... we'll see, I might be buying a new game before I get my PS5. Yeah, there you go. That's a surprise. That's a, that's a surprise. That's a super surprise to have a late, uh, you know, previous console ad here. But, Especially for uh, a remaster. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'll take it. Fuck it. Thank you. Yeah. A, there you go. Is that EA? That is. Right? Pay for Speed is EA. For speed's EA. All right then. All right. Pay your uh, pay your thirty. You, thank you. You're <laughs> pay your get thirty dollars a... a year, and you can get it for ten hours. You're going to get a 30-second ad for uh, Mazda vehicles before you can start your race. Oh, God. <laughs> that's, why they're coming, that's why they're re-releasing, so they can add their ads. Damn. Damn, we could have been making more money. <laughs> we still can. Just put the same game out there and then add some ads to it. Watch out for billboards. <laughs> okay. Uh, two more to talk about. Unless anybody's yep. got more, but Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, I believe it's called. Oh, uh, there's your hack and slash. There's you your hack and, you like slash. hack and slash game. It is coming you out for the Nintendo wrong. Switch. And I know 
Well, Drew, you have a switch. Are you I interested do. in this one? And Sean, you don't. I mean, I can watch somebody play it. There's a switch <laughs> in your house. Let's put say that. <laughs> so I have uh... plenty of switches in this house. <laughs> One of them is inaccessible to me. <laughs> but every other one I get to play with however I want. I can, I can flick all day. Leave that alone. Uh, so, Hyrule Warriors <laughs> is coming out, I think, in about a week, the 20th. The 20th. And, uh, yeah, it's. I think we talked about it before. It's, a, it's an expansion, or uh, I guess a prequel to uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, it's supposed to set 100 years before that, during the actual calamity. It looks awesome. It's definitely not a standard uh, Zelda game, right? It is a Zelda Warriors game. It's a, it is a hack and slash one v thousand type of game, which it it looks amazing. The few things I have seen about it look really really good, and it's a game in the Zelda universe. I mean, it's going to be pretty hard for me not to not to jump on it so i watched some video of the game the the initial one the i forget what it's called it's hyrule warriors but i can't remember the tagline for that one um and i almost purchased it uh, but wasn't i was waiting for it to kind of go on sale but i didn't purchase it because it never went on sale <clears throat> I, it looks i don't know I, i'm i'm torn on it i'm 50 50 because it does look like it could be a lot of fun, but it looks like it gets very repetitive and it doesn't look like there's a lot to do or that it's very difficult at all. But that's just from what I watched, so I don't know exactly, but it just seemed like, oh, you can sprint or teleport or, or flip over to this other character that's in this neck of the you know the map and you just go run and there's a you know, pile of guys standing over there just waiting for you to run next to them. And then they come after you and you just unleash hell and then you run to the next spot. So yeah, aggro those fuckers <laughs> get in their personal space. See what they <laughs> That's do. Right. That's right. But wait, make sure you're wearing your mask. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah, like I could see it getting repetitive really fast, but I don't know what else is added to that, you know, to the game other than having to do that stuff. So, that's yeah, I interested in. I agree. I don't really know what the what the storyline is, or if it's more of just a uh, kind of a group play, just go on there, hack and slash type fun, just have fun. Even if it is that, I think it's you know it 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 might be interesting just to have something where you don't need to sit down and play a whole huge amount of time. You can just sit down and I'm going to go kill those marauders right now and take them to town. Something you don't need to think about too much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that sounds so. about right. Um, no, and I I think I brought this up previously. Um, part of the team developing it is the team that came from Dynasty Warriors, from Tecmo. So if you enjoyed yep. Dynasty Warriors, this is right up your alley. And surprisingly enough, um, Dan or Drew, have you ever played Dynasty Warriors? Negative. I haven't, no. They actually have really compelling stories, and if you can tie together that sort of just, you know, ruthless whatever sort of just slash through people, 
they there is a story to be delivered there and especially if you're into zelda lore and you want to know about the calamity and kind of get some background information and you know just i know it doesn't amount to anything you couldn't just read in an article online but um they they are actually truly fun games and the fact that part of the team behind dynasty warriors like i said tecmo is in this it it has a real good potential for being a fun sort of hack and slash tied in with a story that you're already familiar with versus dynasty warriors where it's who the hell is this what is this guy doing sort of thing like it'll it'll have recognizable names to it that that'll help ground that sort of just over the top action that you do most of the time Nice. Yeah, I I think the first Hyrule Warriors one was was the same way. Um, so, like I, I said, I, I I didn't notice or pay attention to much if there was you know what the storyline was behind it. So, if it's anything like those, like you're saying, then it definitely be one that'd be fun, especially if you're a you know Legend of Zelda fan and want to learn more about the history or, or you know dive into the story more. I bet you then that's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, it's obviously it's not Breath of the Wild. Like, obviously, it's not going to be that same type of game. But even in even in that game, you could straight walk to Gandalf and beat it without ever exploring anything or learning any of the lore. So, it, I mean, the games have been pretty open to kind of just go do your thing. If you care, you care. If you just want to beat it to say you beat it, go beat it. Um and I, I think this is kind of an interesting twist on a Zelda game. I mean, I I haven't played a Dynasty Warriors game in years, but I, I always remember having fun just, you see a mountain of dudes standing out there, and it's like, oh yeah, get some. Like, let's do it. <laughs> no commercials. No mercy. <laughs> I highly doubt there will be commercials. No commercials! <laughs> no mercy! Yeah! Well, it's not EA, so we'll probably have no commercials. <laughs> All right. Last one to talk about, and I'm very interested to hear what you have to say because this one is definitely on my list, and I've been waiting to buy it to hear some opinions. You've been playing it. I have. Watch Dogs. Let's talk about it. Watch Dogs Legion. It's a... Uh... So it's in the Watch Dogs series. It's the third installment. Uh, and it's it's uh, just to get out the initial reaction right away. I think it's really good. It is. I think I like Watch Dogs 2 better as a game. I think I enjoyed. I, I haven't finished the story yet. So I think there's still there's still room for improvement. But uh, I, I liked the story of Watch Dogs 2 a lot. So I think uh, with this game, it's very interesting. You you don't have a single playable character. You have an entire team. Uh, you pick a kind of original character at the beginning, but very quickly uh, you're, you're playing as many other characters. Because, uh, you know, as we talked about before, you can pretty much recruit anybody from the street into your team. Uh, there's a way that you can scan each person and you can kind of see... You know, what skills they have, what they could bring to the team. Uh, they have, they all, everyone has different occupation, and with those occupations come different perks, right? So if you have a, 
uh, a doctor that you are able to scan, they might, um, you know, when you get hurt, you spend less time in the hospital uh, before that player becomes available again, uh, right? Or they might have scrubs allowing them to enter certain locations undetected. Um, so there's different perks and things about specific characters, which is kind of interesting because rather than the typical perk system that you'd find in a game where you have to upgrade your character with specific perks, it's more you you upgrade your team to be varied enough to have all of these different perks, and then you choose which character you're going to be playing as for specific missions. So it's it's kind of interesting that way. Um, the story so far has been a little slow, uh, but I don't know how far I am through the main story. I've really put a lot of time into kind of developing my team and... Uh, it, unlocking a lot of the areas so uh, the entire map is unlocked from the very beginning uh but each bureau bureau or whatever you know section in uh throughout london this is set in london so every section throughout london uh you have to you know basically you have to kind of release the section so it's it's available to you you can go and play in it not a problem but there are these little missions in each section to kind of push every yeah, it's kind of like liberating. That's probably a good way to put it. I can't think of the exact term I want to use, but yeah, it's where you you kind of do a couple missions in this area and you disrupt the the bad guys enough to where that bur- bureau is more on your side. So you broke the right? grid. So uh, basically, the the thing is, is you're dead sec. So I'm not sure if you remember from the previous games, but that that comes back. So your your team is called dead sec, and then. Uh, the opposing force is man. I can't even remember their names, but basically, it's this, uh, it's this like shadow government who is coming and taking over. Uh, there won't be any spoilers. This is at the very beginning of the game, where uh, this this shadow organization basically has a terrorist attack on, on London, and it gets blamed on DeadSec. So that's why now you're having to kind of rebuild trust in the community uh, with DeadSec, uh, prove to them that it wasn't you that was behind it, but then at the same time you're trying to root out the evil and see who actually was responsible for it. So it's it's a really, really good game. Uh, I think there are some missions that get a little competi- uh, repetitive. Uh, there are some locations. I think the, the number of interior uh, places that they have around the city must be limited because I've already visited a couple of the interiors a couple times already. Uh, across a couple different missions. So I don't know if that's something they're going to change as they release more DLC and things like that, or if that's just kind of by design. And the only, you know, the, the level designs are great and the interior locations are expansive, but, you know, I've already visited a couple of them a couple different times. So, yeah, it's a little strange that way. Uh, like I said, I don't know. I don't know if I'm. You know, I don't know if I'm ninety percent of the way through the game or thirty percent of the way through the game. I haven't really looked, but um, I've played it for, I don't know, probably ten or fifteen hours at this point, and it's it's a good game. You know, it's uh, it's everything you want from a Watch Dogs game. You can basically remotely control anything you want. You can go as stealthy or as loud as you want through any mission. There's countless ways to achieve what you're trying to do. Uh, you have a little spider robot, like a little drone, but that walks that you can uh, bring to different areas and basically everything that you have to unlock, unless you literally have to be there in person, you can do with this little drone spider. Um, 
there's there's drones flying all over the world, uh, all over the you know through the streets and stuff. So there's like Amazon drones that are carrying packages that you can take them over and drop the package, and usually they're worth a couple bucks that you can have. Um, there's like counterterrorism drones. There's you know there's there's all, there's a big huge parcel like like uh, construction jo- drones that you can actually get up on top of. And then control the drone, and it'll fly you, so you can actually get on top of buildings and things. So it's completely wide open, and there's, like I said, countless ways that you can solve any puzzle that's given to you. Uh, it's really up to your imagination, and maybe that's why I feel it's competitive because maybe I don't have a good enough imagination to do it at <laughs> many different ways as I probably could. I'm probably solving the problems the same way every time. Um, so, but. It's a, it's good. Uh, I think there is a online aspect to it, but I turned that off immediately, so I have nothing to say about it. <laughs> so, but yeah, have you guys? Uh, I don't know if you guys have played it at all, but have you heard anything else about it? Or, um, no. I usually wait for the package to get dropped off before I take it. Yeah, but that's just me. <laughs> Porch pirate. Well, you know. <laughs> I haven't. I, I want that. Like I said, I've kind of was waiting for some reviews to come in and and yours as well to, you know, make my decision if I'm going to end up picking this one up or not. I also wanted to ask as I'm reading more on on this game is there's an option for permadeath. Have you did you look into this? Are you using it or not? I am not using it, but I think what the permadeath means is that your character, the characters on your team, can die permanently. Yeah. So uh, basically, what happens is if you get if you get killed or you know arrested, uh, they either go to jail or to the hospital, uh, and then after a certain amount of time, they come back and are available again. Um, there's also a chance that they might get, uh, it, depending on how much you piss off the other NPCs around, uh, they might get abducted. Like if you, I found <laughs> if like if you really piss off some NPC. Uh, and then you're playing as a different character. So like the character that you pissed off the NPC of, they might get like kidnapped <laughs> and then you have to, then you get an alert and you have to go, you know, save them. Uh, so that's kind of a cool aspect of the game, but long story short, typically your characters won't die permanently. Um, there are certain, so along with all those traits I was talking about that you can get for these people, they're not all good traits. So some of the traits are like, we talked about before you uh, be able to take over this like grandma, right? And play as the grandma in the game. Well, a lot of the elderly people have uh, negative traits where maybe you can't sprint or you can't crouch or they're, they like sneeze a lot. That's one of them is they're like sneezy. So they, they're not as good at stealth, right? Um, Mr. Sneezy. I think actually like one of them is like they fart a lot. So that, (laughs) so it's like, there's all these different. That's good for clearing a room, though. That's a positive yeah. trait, right? right? It's like tear gas. So there's all these traits, uh, and I'm a lot of, of my traits. I'm seen. getting really worried. <laughs> so there's a lot of good traits too, but the, 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 the bad ones are the funny ones, right? And so a couple of the ones I've seen are like dies randomly, or <laughs> what? <laughs> or oh shit, fifty percent chance no, of heart I... attack. What? <laughs> so... So I I haven't uh, gotten any of the ones that die perm- uh, die randomly because I don't really want to deal with that. Oh, but I've I seen a YouTube video where this guy is like in the middle of a mission, yes. and all of a sudden he just 
keels over like out of nowhere didn't get hit didn't have anything wrong with him he just all of a sudden died (laughs) so uh and i think one of the traits is is can permanently die so i think as a difficulty level you can set it so that any death is permanent um but just even in normal difficulties certain uh certain people have a uh permadeath uh trait to them that is awesome I love so, it. It's a lot of fun. That might have sold I, I me think... on the game right there. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm uh... just for that. <laughs> to be honest, I want to die was... in the middle of a mission. Chance of death yeah. to just keel over. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I wish it was easier to scan the people quickly. Because a lot of times you're just looking for either a specific trait or you're looking for a specific character model. Like you want somebody that looks a certain way or something. And there it's really it takes a while to kind of cruise around and search through all these different people and see what their traits are and which ones you need on your team and which ones you don't and oh yeah that's that's all the traits i want but they don't look like the person i want them to be and or you know whatever so it's uh you know it's there sounds could, like there dating could be, you're huh? what's you're what's sounds wrong like with dating. them yeah. yeah, it's like dating. Oh, they got all the traits, but that's not what I want them to look like. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I will say this game does a fantastic job at representation. Uh, it is not whitewashed at all. I mean, there's the traits are <laughs> it, it is it is yeah. all over the board. Like it is black, yeah. white, female, uh, every, uh, male, every, everything like you, and it doesn't matter. It's not like the career is based on it's not like you're going to get all your construction workers are male and all of your nurses are female or something like that. Like it's, it is, they do a really good job at that. I think, you know, it's, it's definitely that type of game that, you know, make sure that they account for that type of thing, which I think is good. Um, but it, it does limit you. Like if you, I think for the longest time, like it, I think what was funny is it made me kind of realize what other people, maybe of people of color deal with is like, it took me a really long time to find somebody that looked like me that I could actually get on my team. And I was like, that was kind of a wake up moment to be like, well, yeah, that's probably what happens to a lot of these people in every other game. So, uh, you know, that I think was, was a good realization to have. Um, but I mean, for people that do look like us, that that's something to think about is it's, it's, it is, it is a, it's a rainbow out there. So. Oh, they got all the traits I want, but they look like Walter Matthau. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, well, that's cool. I, I, I'm, yeah, sounds pretty exciting for this game. I, I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, pretty much on board with picking it up. You know, after we talked about it, it's got a lot of fun things and it seems like it could be really fun to play. So I'm in. Well, I think we have one last thing to talk about. So let's move into the final boss. Finish him! Well, we're one day away as we speak from the release of the PS5, and they're already broken. Yep. Well, I mean... Red Ring of Death, beware, PS5 is having problems with storage. Yeah, it seems like it's a pretty 
like weird bug to be having. It seems like it's a like almost like a firmware like storage issue. It's kind of strange. Have you read up on what's exactly going on? I have not. I'm just enjoying the picture of what looks like the PS5 and a nuclear bomb going off on it, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I, it, it seems like, from what I've read, it doesn't seem like it's a heat-related issue. It seems like it's literally just a ones and zero type issue, where specifically, at least what I'm seeing here, is it had something to do with... Uh, going into rest mode while you're in Spider-Man Remastered, and then all of a sudden you're going to get a, tech, a message that says repair your external drive. and It sounds very scary, right? Like, if you get those types of messages, it's not good, um, especially on a console like this. So I, there's, no, there's no real, I guess, uh, reason for everybody to be canceling their pre-orders, I don't think. Like, I, it doesn't sound like no, this is a... Go for it, cancel it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. Actually, yeah. Can at least three people cancel their pre-orders? <laughs> um, no, it's. Uh, I don't think it's it's that level of uh, of terror yet. But it's definitely you know it's it's really rough for for Sony to have this news come out the day before launch. That's tough. Uh, yeah, uh, you never want anything to go wrong with your new consoles. I mean, even when, you know, like when the Red Rig of Death started happening with the Xbox, it wasn't, you know, it was already into its, you know, reign, you know, as a console when it started happening. So it's just scary to see something like this happening, you know, even if it's a just kind of an odd glitch. And, yeah, it looks like just something weird with probably how it was trying to save and can be easily you know, altered and, and fixed to make sure it works right. But you know, what <laughs> does this happen? What does this happen with any other game or any other, anything you try and put into the storage device where it just doesn't want to read it properly? What, you know, yeah, damn right. I'd be scared, but maybe that's why you don't buy them when they first come out. I don't know. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, for, for that's this guy, right. This is a <laughs> this is a YouTuber who got a review unit, right? And he was playing it to write his reviews and do well, write or you know do his videos. So it's it's a, there's a potential that it wasn't as uh, as current a release of uh, the hardware that everyone else would get will be getting, but I doubt that. Um, hopefully, this is the type of stuff that they're taking as feedback, and it's it's just. It's literally one story. It's not like we're hearing this is happening across the board. So take that. No, for it's the it. EA strategy. You give it out ten days early. See what <laughs> happens. Yeah, work out the <laughs> bugs. Fix it from there. <laughs> no, we'll provide a patch. That'll be that'll work just fine. Yeah. And by patch, they mean a piece of wet gum. <laughs> well, was it chewed wet or was it just wet wet? No, you it opened was, it and it was already like, soggy. Ugh. But it's is it saliva? <laughs> but damn, soggy? did it close that wound up nicely? <laughs> That's fine. It'll hang there. It's good. <laughs> oh man, the yeah. Flesh with the gums. Uh, yeah, both probably. Yeah, at some point. So there is there is an interesting thing that I noticed as part of this uh, this news story that actually doesn't have anything to do with the. The issues that it's having, uh, something that came out was that 
the PlayStation 5 will not support 1440p, which is a potential problem if you don't intend to play this on a TV, if you intend to play it on a gaming monitor or something. That's um, surprising. I, yeah, it's super surprising. So they're, they prioritize TVs over monitors, which makes sense. This isn't a computer. It's a console that's going to... You know, ninety nine percent of the time, be plugged into the back of a of a TV. Uh, so that I get it, but you'd think that it, at least it would support fourteen forty p. Well, uh, but it doesn't. But why would you want to? I don't know. It's it's kind of strange. Like, why would you want the inferior fourteen forty when you could play it on a four K TV? I mean, let's be real here. So I would I mean, say from. I mean, this it's, is probably... it's a terrible joke about how 4,000 is bigger than 1440. All right, I'm done. Okay. Officially. For Sorry, the I took it as a real... I'm playing Adam's role. <laughs> I took it as a real play. Damn it. Um, but you know what? I'm going to answer it anyway. And <laughs> <laughs> it's... Uh, for, you know, coming Just from a gaming uh, PC perspective, uh, you know, my main uh, monitor is a 1440p. And... The reason for that is because 4K, uh, it just doesn't handle very well. Like you can't get the same. Well, it's expensive, and you also can't get the same frame rate, right? So I have a 1080 Ti graphics card, and it's not. I mean, it can push 4K, but it's not going to push 4K at 60 plus hertz, right? And um, you know, I think the PS5 is is notably something that is supposed to be able to do that 4K at 60 hertz, so it should be okay. Um, but you know, it's the 1440p. I think is a good size. It's uh, especially for gaming. I I really like it, and that's what a lot of gaming PC people are probably used to. Um, you know, anybody that was at 1080p and and upgraded within the last couple of years to the next higher level, but didn't want to go to 4K and spend the buco bucks, uh, are probably used to a 1440p. So it's a uh, it's an interesting decision that. You know, I have this really nice, really fast gaming monitor sitting right in front of me, and I can't plug my PC, my PS5 into it. Dongles. Guess, dongles. You can plug it in, but it doesn't work, <laughs> right? <laughs> Even through dongles. I've got dongles to take the resolution down a little bit. I just the these latest consoles, if you know, the fact that they can't do that seems kind of absurd to me. Like at this point, they should be able to support everything you want to plug into it you know for for right. monitors for whatever like that should just be there you know I, I don't get why they wouldn't be able to support something just seems crazy to me at this in this day and age of technology yeah insane i, I agree I don't know. it's all it's all 16 by 9 it's the same it's the same aspect ratio like if you're supporting 1080p and 4k why aren't you going to support that middle one I don't get it. Right. Especially since I think 1440p is... Is that the one that is 4... Or is that 4K that's 4 1080p screens? Ah, I get confused with all these different uh, HD ones. But anyway, it, it seems silly that it doesn't support it. Yeah, I don't know. It must be 4K. 4K is ten is four 1080p screens and you know one in each corner, and that gives you 4K. That makes sense. Four thousand. There you go. 
dude. Math. I don't make me do math on the air. Well, I'll tell you, four times 1080 is not 4K. We'll we'll leave it at that. There's no letters in 1080. How could it be 4K? That's what I said. It doesn't equal it. <laughs> that math does not check out. Unless unless K is a variable, in which case oh, you have to God. declare that before we start this conversation. That's what it is. The... <laughs> so. Okay. So the math the, of magicians over here watches that make this remainder disappear. Is the fourteen forty p screen is four seven twenty p screens, so one in each corner. That's you the said exact resolution. Screen. Seven. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did say p screen. You're right. I said it again just there. <laughs> p you said it too. Shit. <laughs> Shit screen. Shit show, indeed. Not that's us, all we have the time for. Not what I. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, all right. So you know, be careful on your PS5 when you get it that you don't uh, have any problems with saving your data because you know that could be a problem. And if you you know if you don't want it, I know a couple people that do. So just uh. Send your information, if you don't want it anymore, to add a winner is you on Twitter and Facebook, and uh, we'll be happy to take one off your hands for you. No problem. No questions asked. Maybe DM one question. your boy first, though. You know. DM your boy. DM your boy. And, yeah, I think that's it. That's all we got. Any last we thoughts? We did it. Did we do it? I don't know. We did something. Um, we made it. I didn't make anything. My internet's giving out. <laughs> oh, well, I better call it a day. It does give out. You just froze. Nope, oh, no, you're back. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's oh, that boy. Faraday cage I put up in here. I don't know what's going on. It's got a time limit on it now. <laughs> That's what it is. Well. You can, as I mentioned, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at a winner is you, the letter U. And, you know, if you don't want that PS5, send us a message. I'll, I'll respond in, in kind. Make sure you go check us out on thechairshot.com as well for everything nerd-related as well with Bandwagon Nerds. We also got some entertainment and sports with Three Man Weave, Five Rounds, and, of course, all your wrestling needs including the dwi podcast at podcast dwi on twitter as well shout out to my other show which will be back i i skipped last week and they did a show without me but you know it's fine i'm okay with that but i'll be back this week and i think that's it that cover everything pro wrestling tees go to pro wrestling tees slash chair shot get yourself a a winner is you t-shirt and all the other t-shirts. You can get another one too, but I really... Winner's You is all you really need. We got two options. Go pick one up. Show some love to you boys. Speaking of boys, I want to give a shout out to our other co-host and partner in crime, Adam, who had just celebrated the birth of his baby boy. So congratulations to Adam and Haley. Good luck getting some sleep. And we have a new yeah. 
we have a new member of the gaming community who just joined, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, hopefully he'll be back next week. We'll see. We'll see how well they're doing. But very excited for them. <laughs> Are you lighting a candle for him? <laughs> he might be too young to join next week, though. Might have to wait a few years for that. Uh, we might hear him in the background at the very least. Oh, God, no. Not sure. <laughs> we'll see. I hope uh, he noise-canceled that, uh, that room out. We'll see. Well, I'll do it for episode 17 of Winner Is You. Thanks all for listening. Pay uh, and uh, where? Well, boy, ooh, screwed that one up. <clears throat> a winner is you, where we always use our head. And make sure you press F to pay your respects. have to pay respects oh, that was funny a winner is you where you're worth it too like an old l'oreal commercial <laughs> <laughs> l'oreal commercial wow <laughs>